Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll and on with the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. This is Brian Courtney with Short Bus Debate Club. Hope you have exact change because we do not make change. Is that an ironic comment? <laughs> um, today, Wednesday, we are talking entertainment. So, um, we're going to do movies where humans fuck things up. Uh, generally speaking, I think the way the whole thing started was because of COVID. So we were going to talk pandemic movies, but then it just kind of spun out into movies where the end of the world was our fault. Um, of course, Darren's across the table from me. Hi. What do you what do you what do you think about that that uh, that idea uh, about how we're so obsessed like as a culture with uh, movies that are about the destruction of the human race that and that, and that we're you know the that we essentially cause it to happen no less. So I think maybe it's one of two things, if not both. So you know, a couple episodes ago, you talked about tragedy porn, and so. You know, maybe somebody's getting excited about the thought of the world blowing up. Um, but I think it's also like, you know, how girls hang out with girls that they think are worse looking than they are because they they feel better about themselves if if they do that. Um, so I think it gives people an opportunity to see things just completely fucking implode or explode or whatever, and and there's no danger. So what you're saying is, I am a, as a person am fucking my life up royally, but if I take a look at this movie where the entire human race was so fucking shitty that it eventually destroyed itself, then that becomes uplifting because I'm comparing the shittiness of my life to the absolute shittiness of destroying all humanity. Absolutely. You're you're a shallow teenage girl. It's gotta be there's gotta be something there's gotta be something more to it than that. I I, I would hope. But I don't know, we'll get we'll get we'll get into that as we as we get get deeper and, and deeper into it. So what a um what what were some of the ones that first popped into your uh the stream of thought when you were uh, thinking about uh well so i mean when we first started talking about it the one that popped up almost instantaneously was outbreak that 90s movie with uh cuba getting jr and and dustin hoffman and renee russo and kevin spacey and, and donald sutherland and the guy who got the monkey bite was uh, in that stupid movie, Can't Find Me Love, right? Patrick Dempsey or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, also in Grey's Anatomy. So there were a whole shitload of people in it. Um, so that was the first one that popped in my head. Why? I don't know, because we were talking about pandemic movies. So what, did, did they trigger it? Did we have, was there something, was it like, kind of like a, 
the stand where we we let something that we had something that was contained or yeah so that was another guy that was in it um oh fuck and now i just went blank so donald sutherland was one general and he was basically the evil general and morgan freeman was another general and he was the also evil general, but the evil general who didn't necessarily like to be evil. Right? He still kind of kept talking to Dustin Hoffman a little bit. Right? Well, yeah, and he wanted to, you know, maybe tell him. Because this, what was it called? The Mataba virus? Something like that. Sounds about right. Um, Mutaba was originally released in Africa and... They kept it because they wanted to use it as like a WMD type of thing. Um, so they had it on ice. Well, when this other outbreak happened, when, you know, everybody else kind of found out about it, um, Morgan Freeman wanted to release the antivirus and... Donald Sutherland said no, because if we do, then they know that we'll know about it and that we've known about it, and we'll lose our weapon. That's pretty good. You're, you're right. right on. Um, so Morgan Freeman was the bad guy. Now, whether or not they actually developed it, I don't know, or just kept it under wraps and then developed the antivirus and, and kept it under wraps even more. I know that just by doing that, they kind of fucked everything up and, and a new pandemic happened and they were about to bomb the United States of America because yeah, of it. Cal that little California town. So and the, the, regardless of whether or not they developed it, they were definitely trying to manage it and weaponize it and all that kind of, which is something that sort of seems to be a, a, a common theme. The, the biological, you know, warfare kind of weaponizing these nightmares. Because that was the same kind of thing that they did in I'm, Le I'm Legend, too, wasn't it? Wasn't that, wasn't that something that uh, broke out? And... Oh, no, because they cured cancer in that one. That's right. And then it, the, the body mutated through the cancer cure. I can't remember how it ended up spinning out. All I know is that he said, meet me at the airport. I'll be there. And they had the little dog. The The dog was the best part of the movie. But that's because... <laughs> Marley, right? The dog's name was Marley. I think that's right, because he liked Bob Marley. Yeah. Um, I, I have no idea why I remember that. I am going to boycott Will Smith movies because of that shit that he pulled with Chris Rock. So I haven't seen I Am Legend since at least the Chris Rock thing. Um, Get your wife out my mouth, out your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I just can't even like, he's not a tough guy. He never was a gangster. And I don't know if you can consider a lot of these guys gangsters, you know, now that they've done movies like, are we there yet? Are we done yet? No, Whatever the fuck it's called. Parents just don't understand, you know. Well, right. I mean, that was his stupid fucking show, um, based on his stupid fucking song. What was the, was the, no, they, they just came. They, the 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 show wasn't based off the song. 
I'm pretty sure it was, dude, because it was the fucking intro song. No, they played different songs at the beginning. I, 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 having said that, though, I never watched the, the where he's getting raised by his uncle or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I'm pretty sure that was the same fucking no, song, he, he dude. Did a, he did a different stupid fucking, like, uh, white person rap song that was just like that, that one at the beginning of a... I swear it was parents don't understand. This this is tangent number one. Um, Beverly, no, something. Uh, The Fresh Prince of Beverly Hills. Oh, Bel Air. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. (laughs) So, anyway, I Am Legend, another movie I was going to bring up, but I didn't want to talk a whole lot about it because, well, fuck Will Smith. You the man, Curse Rock. You the man. Well, I'm I'm 98 sure that uh, like Emma Thompson is talking at the beginning of the movie. She's on like an Ellen DeGeneres show or, or a Whoopi or Oma or Oprah Winfrey kind of show, and she's talking about how they found a cure for cancer, and then through that cure, they didn't you know they didn't test it well enough. They didn't take it to the intermediate like some of the stuff we were talking about you know uh, with with uh, COVID last time you know they didn't really test it well enough and it mutated and. So Will Smith was always looking for um, patient number one and shit like that. So, but so, sorry, my bad. I was listening to you. What in the fuck are you playing? Oh, you're playing some super Will Smith song. Yeah, except it's a fucking Walmart ad. Well, so this is the song from the album. And that's also the same song. This is not the song. That, that is a different song than the ones on the album. Are we really going to argue over a stupid fucking Will Smith song? No. Let's talk about people fucking dying, dude. Let's do it. West Philadelphia, born and raised. We've got Outbreak. We've got uh, I Am Legend. Um, there's also all of the Resident Evils. The T-Virus. Yeah. The zombie shit really is pervasive in a lot of these. I think so, because that was another three that I was going to talk about was World War Z, 28 weeks later, or 28 days later, and 28 weeks later. So the zombie thing really just happens to, you know, permeate the, the whole thing. I guess there's not another way for the world... To go in the shitter other than zombies. What is it? What, again, like, what is it about humans consuming other humans that like? But oh, the thing though, I, I like World War Z. We don't really know what was the cause of that one. Like, but it, there's no doubt. 28, 28 days, twenty eight days and twenty eight weeks later, whatever it was, that that was uh, there was a like a a virus that was in this. I can't remember if it was in a dog or if it was in a mouse or a rat or something. I thought in. In World War Z, wasn't it our fault too? They, they, no, they didn't say. They go, so they go to Korea. They're trying to find out because that was the first place that they heard about it from. And then that took them to Israel because Israel built the walls. And uh, they're talking to that goofy guy who's in the CIA who'd been selling guns to North Korea. And uh, ultimately, when he's having the discussion with the uh, the guy that was part of the Israeli power structure that put the walls up. He says to, uh, um, because 
uh, Brad Pitt's like, well, so you got an email about them in India. And he said, don't go to India. You're just you're chasing a fucking ghost at this point in time. You just have to figure out a way for us to survive. So they don't really, but I mean, I, I still think it's reasonable to assume that we did it somehow or another. Yeah. But it was interesting that in Israel, and that was one of the cool twists compared to all of the other movies is that it was in Israel when all of those fucking zombies were running down the ramps, which again, I don't like running zombies, um, which I think you guys remember from previous episodes, but they're running down the, the ramps cause they had just busted through the wall and that fucking kid, I'm assuming he had cancer some kind. He was bald. So I mean, it looked like he'd been going through chemo. Yeah. And he just ducked down like this and they just, Fucking right passed there. right by him. Um, so I thought that that was kind of a cool twist compared to the other ones. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, when the doctor says your 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 strength your strength hides what your weaknesses are, and uh, yeah, like. Uh, and I didn't think I was going to like that movie, I mean, and it was actually pretty decent. I, I need to. I, I want to read the book. I know the the book was written from an oral history perspective, so like it's all these different people telling stories when it was when it was happening. I, I kind of like the Valda Beyond Chicanismo stuff. I like the oral history stuff. So, um, you know, one one other thing. How do you write a book based on oral histories? We just you, so you 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 um they they wrote it as a collection of things that other people wrote like this is what our experience was in in south korea you know you just say i saw this and i saw that happen gotcha okay so, um but um and i don't want to go crazy off track but like technology um is something that uh like destroys us a lot of times in, in these kind of movies too like uh terminator matrix um well, artificial intelligence yeah. fully, Specific, like yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that's kind of the main one with regard to technology, with the exception of um, what is it? Terminal Velocity? No, that was a different movie. Um, what's the shitty one with the Milo Estevez and the fucking truck with the stupid Joker face? Oh, uh, we may do. Oh, that's a song in it. Uh, right, that was the ACDC uh, song. Um, it was a Stephen King it was book. A Stephen King book, yeah, I know. Um, Jesus Christ! But all the machines went crazy, uh-huh. and nobody even thought about unplugging them or anything. They just fucking sat there and let a fucking electric knife cut their fucking hand <laughs> off. The lawnmower chases them around. They they did finally figure out that without gas, the cars and automobiles wouldn't do any good. But then. So then the one with the Joker face just, like, stopped and said, oh, I'm out of gas. Right. Well, the then the Jeep with the gun on it. What the fuck was the name of that movie, dude? God damn it. <laughs> uh, iRobot was another one, though, that they did where uh, um, uh, artificial intelligence it gets to the point when she's like, you, you guys can't fucking handle yourselves. You're evil. You're fucked up. So I'm just going to fuck you all up and control you. And there, was, there were components of that in the Resident Evil stuff, too. Because she said, fuck it, I'm just going to let you guys die. You're stupid anyway. Um, but yeah, artificial intelligence and all of the fucking Terminator movies. I mean, we definitely built that. The Matrix 
we did all of that. Maximum maximum overdrive. Maximum Jesus overdrive. Christ. Yeah, I said terminal velocity, <laughs> but that was his brother. Um, and I can't even remember what the fuck that movie was about. What what? Terminal velocity. Yeah, I got no idea. I know it was the other the other Estevez brother who calls himself Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Um. Yeah, so artificial intelligence, I mean, and that's an important question. If if you take out the time travel from, you know, the Terminator stuff, because that makes things very complicated. I, I mean, they're great fucking movies. Don't get me wrong. That isn't what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you take the time travel part out, then you still have the artificial intelligence issue. But the one thing that I like about bringing, so like when we're talking about the destruction of the human species, right? There's there's a movie that came out last year uh, called Don't Look Up. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's got all these, you know, Jennifer Lawrence is in it. And, the fat uh, kid that I don't like. Yes, yes. So yeah, Jennifer Lawrence and uh, uh, the um, Leonardo DiCaprio. They're scientists. They figure out there's a, um, that there's a meteor that's coming to the earth that's going to fucking destroy everybody. So, like, they go and they try to talk to all these people that heads of state, and they're too busy partying and having fun, and so just fucking bury your head in the fucking sand. Yeah. And so, like, uh, that's like an idea where um, the destruction comes from our failure to act, right? So when I think about, like, something with, with the Terminator... Uh, like the initial incident, right? Nobody could have foreseen that it was going to lead to the launching of all the nuclear weapons and then them just dominating everything because they're the ones that were going to be able to be living well on the other side of it because, you know, we don't have food, we don't have, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I think that, like, the thing that becomes novel about the concept of time is that, like, we really are going to destroy ourselves, like if we don't sort of start to imagine different like potential trajectories for our futures and if we don't start to actively in, engage those fucking spaces um sort of like uh you saw the the edge of tomorrow live die repeat i know you love tom cruise so much he's one of your favorites but he's in no i was thinking of oblivion he's he's in it with emily blunt it came out right very close to when oblivion came out but uh Tom Cruise, uh, so like it, aliens invade. He ended up right. Oh, never mind. Go ahead, explain Alien, it. So aliens invade. There's these one aliens that that have they're the blue aliens. They have this kind of blood that if it falls on a human being, then they can reset time over and over and over and over again. So uh, it's really complex. But the whole idea is, if you're going to find a way to survive, you know, like you might have to sort of like negotiate that temporal space tens of thousands of times i did not see that movie it's, a, it's really an interesting film but it, it reminds me of the same ideas that they bring up with terminator of course there's all kinds of problems that develop out of that because you have so many different timelines that sort sort of emerge out of it but i really think right now like the irony of a movie like don't look up is that that's us 
We well, really don't know how to make a move to not kill ourselves right now. So I didn't even think about this one when we were talking about it, but the whole time paradox comes up in this movie sort of accidentally. But Idiocracy is another movie where just failing to do anything yeah. completely fucks up the planet. Gatorade as a as a way to grow your crops isn't that's not wisdom. Right. <laughs> what about the garbage avalanches? Um, but the paradox happens when they're in Costco because you know Costco's like as big as a city, and they have to take trains from department to department. <laughs> but he's like, no, no, I'll go and I'll go back in time, and then I won't go, and then we won't be here, and that way I'll save her. And he goes, no, wait, but I'm here now, so that means I didn't make it back. So yeah. what? And the, the dumb guy's like, just, <laughs> and I know that you guys couldn't see that, but he was just sitting there with his mouth open and he was mouth breathing, and he's like, I I, I don't know. The concept of a paradox was not going to be forthcoming to this very intelligent, <laughs> idiocratic figure from the future that that, you know why people are idiots in that movie because dumb people breed right that that was the one of the big uh, premises that it was it was based on absolutely yeah um that they breed and a lot like that one guy was fucking his girlfriend and his neighbor and his son did very similar things I don't know. It was it was fucking hysterical, and I wouldn't have even thought of that as an apocalyptic type movie. But when I started thinking about the time paradox, then I started thinking about all of the other shit that was there, and yeah, it it is it is it's bad, and we are just as in danger of that happening as we are of the artificial intelligence thing or the fucking biological warfare thing. I mean, any one of those three, as far as I'm concerned, is a highly probable scenario. And we haven't even gotten to like climate change or anything like that yet. I mean, there's, there's just a lot of things that make it to where we're just stuck in that. Don't look, don't look up space to where like, if you are a sane person, and when I say sane, I mean that you look at things honestly, you know, you like head on, like you don't bury your head in the hand, sand like a fucking ostrich. What are you going to be feeling really good? I mean, you, you should probably be having like 16 fucking panic attacks a day and feel like the fucking weight of the world is crushing you because like, how do you, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, the day after tomorrow, that was when we had talked about a little bit when we were, we were getting getting ready for this. And yeah, a lot of those ones where uh, you're looking at environmental stuff, it's it's always generally one dimensional. So like on that one, like it's it's a simple scientific concept that I mean, if you're any if you've got any aptitude for, for science at all, you know, the, the polar ice caps melt, the polar ice caps are fresh water. They that fresh water comes into the Atlantic uh, and, and fucks up the uh, what do they call that? The Atlantic current, right? The North Atlantic current which changes because our uh, in our atmosphere and our weather is dependent on the, the movement of the winds that develop off the Atlantic currents and the other currents that, you know. So when you desalinate the fucking oceans because of this 
you know, you, everything gets cold and a bunch of motherfuckers fucking die, you know? I mean, and that's just one little simple, you know. I know. I, that was, like, seriously my favorite. I laughed so fucking hard at that movie. And I know it wasn't supposed to be a funny fucking movie. But, dude, seriously, like, fucking helicopters and shit are freezing in midair and crashing down. And then there's, like, one dude who's still alive in the helicopter. And he just manages to get out a radio signal. Um, but then everything else is freezing. Everybody's freezing to death, no matter where they are. Well, only when you get caught in the site, the center, but Jake Gyllenhaal manages to fucking light a few books on fire at the library. And that stops the frozen danger from going through the library door. It was fucking brilliant writing. Those guys were geniuses, whoever wrote that movie. You really like have a hard time with local <laughs> suspension of disbelief. Of course it doesn't make sense, you know? Uh, like, that. you haven't watched Snowpiercer yet, right? Parts of it. I've seen the first, I think, season, or pretty no, close to the, the first show, season. The, the movie. You've got to watch the fucking movie that it was based off of. Oh, well, fuck, dude. I've been watching that stupid-ass show because I thought that's what you told me to watch. No, no, you want to watch. You want to watch the movie. Chris, Chris Evans is the main character, in it, and it's when he's, like, not... He hasn't quite become Captain America yet, so he's not quite so big. So, uh, Bong Joon-ho uh, is the director. He's the Korean guy that did uh, Parasite. Um, but, uh, like, that, again, it's based on, like... Uh, the shit starts to get too hot, so uh, these motherfuckers are like, well, let's just launch these things into the atmosphere, and it'll, it'll warm things up a little bit. Uh, the, it's called CW7. That's the compound, right? And, of course, because you're trying to fucking fix the fucking atmosphere, if you think one thing getting launched into the atmosphere is going to fix everything, then you're a fucking retard. So, uh, of course, they overcorrect. Meanwhile, this fucking guy, uh, Wilson, or I can't remember, uh, Wilford, uh, he knew that these guys were going to fuck up, so he creates a perpetual motion train that goes all the way around the Earth, like, over and over and over again. And on the fucking train, they have this, uh, it's like a political economy, you know, where you have the people that are at the very top, and then you have people who were eating each other at the beginning because they didn't have any way to create enough food to fucking survive. Um, fucking brilliant fucking movie, but again, like, the the scientific you know pre uh preceptors just again senseless right they don't really make any sense i mean it's just the whole point is you know i mean you don't need me to tell you know you're just framing the the thought so that you can say hey motherfuckers uh you know if some fucking little girl from fucking norway who's autistic can say uh we're all gonna die if we don't get smarter and not fucking do these things to our environment like then that's that's what should be, you know. Yeah, we should maybe take a look at things. But just for the record, I can suspend disbelief, dude. <laughs> and the helicopters crashing because they froze in air didn't bother me. But, I mean, you can't have both. You can't have helicopters freezing in midair and crashing and then the library thing happen. It just isn't going to work. you got to kill them. Kill them all. The helicopter guys, the guys in the library, kill them. This is, I think this is your bias here. 
You just want the people the to calling, die. The calling of the herd. Yes. <laughs> you possible. want. You want to see. And I don't think you like Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm not a big fucking Gyllenhaal fan. And maybe I, it's because I've never seen Donnie Darko. I've heard it's his greatest work. I I have the uh, the director's cut. It's dude. It's it's but it's fucking weird. And it's another one of those weird time movies. So. Time doesn't bother me. All I was saying is that the artificial intelligence thing can still happen if we remove the time travel thing from it. I just, like, like I'm, and of course, not unlike what happens in these movies, we're going to just start going around in circles. <laughs> I just think that it's like to, to be able to see possibilities, you know, to, to, to be able to imagine there's this book that I, I need to finish reading it, but it was written by this guy named Giannis Varoufakis. Um, and it kind of, he kind of has the same strategy that you had in your book on some level in the sense that, so yours is just like, if you could imagine just like next month, essentially. So like his is more like uh, five years, seven years, but, uh, and he does actually have, um, I think three or four different temporal tra trajectories as opposed to, to one. But the point is just to sort of like put yourself into a space where uh, your social science fiction is like trying to open a doorway to where what it is that seems impossible is not impossible. Like we, we, if we take little steps, there might be some ways to where we might make it. No, I, I get it. But my, my problem is, is that if you're going to start time traveling, you've got to make sure to either keep the same writers and directors from the first one to the fucking fifth one, or you've got to make sure that the writers and directors are fucking smart enough to understand how that shit works. Because I mean, everything after like the third one started getting all fucking weird and, and broken up and to where it didn't, quite make a lot of sense to where in the last one they were just like fuck it we're gonna do it in mexico because now brown people are about to fucking you know take over the population as far as the the majority um so we're gonna go to mexico and the hero is gonna be mexican this time but Linda Hamilton is still going to be there, but she's going to be really old. They didn't even think about that shit, how they were going <laughs> to fucking fix that. You're time traveling, motherfuckers. Make her young again. Um, anyway, they just, they, they fucked it up as far as I'm concerned. Well, um, the, I, I think that getting over, because like the continuity of, of these streams is like, it, it would be nice if it was perfect like that. But the way that we meditate on questions that are, dealing with time travel now is different than the way we were thinking about it even when the first Terminator came out or even the second one. The second Terminator, Judgment Day was fucking awesome, but still you're just dealing with like circular logics for the most part and circular temporal, temporal logics. You know, well, in that, last, in that last one, they ended up creating at least three more timelines because... Was that Genesis or which one was that one? I don't know. So... Arnold was in it, but he was a good guy. He had, like, retired and gotten married and shit. Oh, that's right. Um, and he was sending coordinates to Linda Hamilton. But she didn't know she was there. She didn't know that he was the one sending it to her. That was Dark Fate. That one was from Dark Fate. 
and that is the most recent. So, um, and then the one girl comes back to save the Mexican girl, but Linda Hamilton is already there. But then they show her at the end as a little girl. Um, the girl, I don't know, she's a blonde girl, and she was cybernetic. Lee enhanced, um, but she came from the future to save the little Mexican girl, just like um, what's his name, John, did to save Linda Hamilton in the first one. John Connor, right? We must, we must save John Connor. But that's what you, you, but you get. I mean, at least like you're going to continue to develop your concepts of time and movements through time. Like we, we. It couldn't just always be these like circular, causal, you know, you're just going to replace this, you know, you the concept of a paradox and how you negotiate a paradox. Like, that's like part of the reason why now I'm getting way too far off topic, but that's why I like Fringe because they sort of played around with the concept of paradoxes in an interesting and unique way. Like, but that's uh, that was a, a show that came out, you know, six or seven years ago versus like the first Terminator was 19, Terminator was 1980, wasn't it? 1980. I was going to say 82, but it might have been earlier than that. Um, so to go back to the Snowpiercer thing, yeah. that was the one that they were shooting shit in the sky, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That is what they were doing. To, to fix the issue. Uh, so. 84. Um. Really? Yeah. Fuck. I didn't think it was that late, but whatever. Geostorm is a fairly new movie where they were not shooting shit into the sky. Well, kind of. But they were putting a bunch of geosynchronous satellites up in the sky. And these satellites have these fucking little things on them, like little... I don't even know, remember what they called them, but they were little digital, like, orbs... And the weather had gotten so bad that if the sun came out, it might melt a kiddie pool or, or something like that. I mean, it was just huge fucking extremes. Swings. If it rained, you know, people could be flooded. Um, one of the things that they showed really cracked me up again was down in Rio, everybody's at the beach, and they're partying and having a good time, and all of a sudden, this fucking, you know, white shit starts coming in, and it's freezing the fucking ocean, and of course, a fucking airliner comes out of the sky, but this one little fucking Brazilian chick is just fucking hauling ass, and she starts going between these two buildings, and you can see the airliner coming down behind her, and she's just fucking chucking. And this is after her boyfriend already froze, like, and busted back there. So this is worse than even today. Oh, fucking A, dude. Because then the airliner comes all the way down, and it's crashing and fucking, you know, throwing street and shit up, busting buildings. But that girl totally gets away. Just runs right by. So anyway, there's huge swings. Cold, hot, wet, dry, whatever. Did you see After Earth? No, I didn't watch that fucking stupid shit. Because not only was it Will Smith, but it was his fucking dipshit kid. They used that concept in that, though, too. The swings. Um, well, they but they put these orbs into yeah. orbit. And 
whenever an event was about to take place, then what they, the best way I can describe it is like seeding the clouds oh, from outside good. the atmosphere. No, it doesn't make any fucking sense, but that's the only way, like, because there's thousands and thousands of these orbs, and they basically controlled the weather from whenever they launched them. So what would the function of cloud seeding do? So what, so you just, it wasn't really cold. cloud seeding. So what was it doing then? What was the actual, what was causing it to prevent it from having the, so it's like, is it starting hot and you're not letting it go as cold? I mean, what... I can't fucking explain it because it's not something that is actually going to fucking work, dude. It was, <laughs> I said it was like cloud seeding but even from outside is, the atmosphere. I don't know. I have, be I'll have to, I'll have to fucking watch it again so that I can explain it to you guys later. And in a further episode, so I can <laughs> explain the science that isn't really science. <laughs> And yeah. how it worked. Brian's a prick. <laughs> Brian's a prick. I can't remember, dude. I all I remember is that when something went wrong, that the satellite would launch a bunch of these fucking orbs out, and then suddenly it would fix it. But so the United States had control over this what they called geostorm. It was the Thing that was taking care of the global weather. The geostorm. And they were about to hand over control to, I think, the UN. Um, yeah, because, of course, nation states still exist in this world. Yes, the Secretary of State got pissed about that, and he started basically doing shit like he had somebody up in the satellite and they were fucking causing all kinds of shit. Like Hong Kong melted. Um, I think that was what caused the Rio thing. All sorts of bad shit started happening and Gerard Butler up in space and his brother down on the ground had to solve the issue. And of course they did. And everybody won and the bad guys died, and it was a glorious, glorious day in the geostorm environment. So, you know what they called the, the satellites? They called them the Dutch boy. Right? Oh, yeah. Because they, they had to put a finger, finger in the dike. dike. Yeah. Something I've always wanted wah, to try. Sorry. That's not going to be my most... Uh, I think it's funny. You gotta have the. I like Dave Chappelle, you know. Sometimes you, if it's there, especially when the fucking volleyball is right above the net, you don't need to bite it. The Dutch boy. Yeah. So they did. Lots of fingers, lots of dikes, because there were lots of weather issues. Um, so we talked about environmental stuff. There was another one, and I was. About half crocked when I watched this one, but Moonfall is one that just came out. And I don't think this was our fault. This one was something like Armageddon, where it was an asteroid, except it wasn't an asteroid, it was the fucking moon. Well, that's brand fucking new. Yeah. 
And like I said, I was sort of out of it. I think I fell asleep about 20 minutes into it. But I know that the moon is about to... Yeah, it's knocked out of its orbit. Did we cause the knocking it out of the orbit, or was it a comet? It is a mysterious force, so we don't we don't know. They can't. Uh, maybe something was at a right angle with blah 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 that, and then and it just starts shooting down. Yeah. Right. So we we have definitely fucked shit up. You know, all of the the Mad Max movies; those are basically based on the same thing we're fucking things up and now Water's roving gone. bands of fucking gangs are trying to you know make sure that they stay fed and and have enough water How and they get all their that gasoline? stuff i mean because they love to drive their badass cars in those well the only one where they really i mean yeah there's so they steal it from other people. I think they're taking that from Sun Tzu, maybe. Or maybe even, I don't know. But basically, kill somebody and take their shit. Um, but if gasoline sits there for too long, it doesn't work anymore, right? I'm pretty sure it'll fucking work for as long as it's there. I think it does evaporate to some degree um and if it's in a tank for too long then it, that tank will start becoming rusty and that'll fuck up the fuel um maybe it doesn't evaporate but they always have like a fucking uh there's some like a breathing hole on gas tanks and stuff i swore there was something they that you had to you you could put this like like little magic pill in and it would make the there's something chemically that gets fucked up if it sits there for a long time i think but whatever that doesn't really i mean i just i i, I think if i can if i'm bitching at you about willful suspension of disbelief i can at least give you know mel gibson the driving around you know well they don't keep track of things very well and they don't like try to uh i don't know what's the word i'm looking for they don't care if, like some of them at least in the first one they've and and the third one too they've got like nitrous and shit that's not have, conserving gas they have master blaster too yeah. What did Master, what did they say? What was Master Blaster, blah, 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 blah. Well, Master was the little, the little dwarf guy. guy. Yeah. And Blaster was the big mongoloid below. And basically, Master just ordered him what to yeah, do. Didn't somebody, there was some line that somebody... Master Blaster, blah, blah. Why did you, if you're going to say... But you know what? Actually, now that you said that... So, Master Blaster, he was a scientific guy. So, he had figured out how to not only convert pig shit into methane to help with the electricity for the city, mm -hmm. but he had also figured out a way to turn that into fuel for the vehicles. So, apparently, they had run into that problem where, you know, we don't have any more... If you're yes. going to call the missing chromosome guy a mongoloid, why don't you just call 
the dwarf a midget? I mean, if you're going to go for it, you might as well go all the way at that point in time. Because he wasn't a midget. He wasn't proportional. He was a dwarf. He had, like, the big fucking head and the fucking sausage fingers and shit. Midgets. Only, only you, Brian. Midgets are just short. Only I you. wasn't trying to be politically correct. Your definitional. I'm going to be categorically right. Dwarfs are like the guy from Willow with like the seven foot long fingers, right? right? Or those people in the fucking. Uh, or Peter Dinklage. That is his name, right? Yeah. The dude from yeah, Game the, of Thrones the fucking, and the X Men and all of them. Best little fucking actor that ever lived. Little actor, not even little people. Little <laughs> actors and little actresses. Um, yeah, so clearly we can do some things to harm the planet and harm humanity. Um, I don't know. The Andromeda strain is another one that we probably should have talked about. I didn't get a chance to watch it before this, um, but that's a big one you know, about pandemics and, and the world basically going fucked up. That's Robert, Robert Heinlein wrote that, right? Um, yeah. And then, uh, I can't remember one of the deads, dawn of the dead day of the dead. It wasn't night of the living dead. Well, it might've been that one too, but one of the, you can't really call them sequels because they weren't really anything except more zombies. But one of those dead movies was basically them doing scientific testing and, and whatever, and things went wrong, and it created a zombie and whatever. And I think it was Day of the Dead. But... They always mess me up because there's so many of them. There and then they... Return of the Living Dead on the side and blah, 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 blah. Um, on, on The Walking Dead, they never really determine... Uh, but you have... Uh, what, what was the name of the dude with the uh, uh, party in the back and the work up front? Eugene. Eugene. Like, uh, the way that he sort of... Uh, talks about the the possibilities of it, you know the weaponizing that uh i really like that show until fucking about until uh what's his name the the one with the until the little korean guy got killed and the big redheaded guy got killed it was no fun anymore after that you had the trash people and the people that wore the skin on their bodies and Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking? Yeah. To pretend like they're, yeah. Alpha and her her crew, Mm -hmm. who basically worshipped all of them. Um, It was like a religion then? Oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, if you got bit, you were going to be reborn as one of them. It was some... It was really some, some fucked up stuff. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't even bring up The Walking Dead because I wasn't sure what caused that. I just remember them saying that everybody carries the gene, so no matter what happens yeah. when you die, 
you're going to turn into one of them. But they never said what the trigger was no. that brought all of this on all of a sudden. Yeah, that's Eugene was the closest thing to ever making any guesses. And, of course, it was just an idiot that played video games and smoked weed, whatever, you know. And I hated him almost as much as I did Rick. Like, those are the two guys that I wanted to die basically from the inception of their character. Really? Oh, I fucking hated Eugene. He just whined. He almost got a bunch of people killed. He was and then idiot. he was a fucking backstabbing cocksucker to boot. I mean... When, when, when he ended up going and hanging out with Negan and all that stuff, like, that was a... But he ends up pulling, a, uh, like, a slick Movita, doesn't he? Yeah, he, makes he ends fake. up making the gun blow up in uh, Negan's hand yeah. and all of the ammo for his team blows up. Okay. So I guess, but that doesn't make him make me like him anymore. Mm -hmm. That just makes him maybe less of a backstabber. Except, no, it makes him more of a backstabber because then he went and backstabbed Negan. So he's just a fucking untrustworthy fucking asshole. So after that, you just got to take hold of him and just give him a little bit of Old Testament justice. Yeah, like a fucking railroad, railroad spike through the ear, <laughs> something. Uh, yeah, so we are about at the end of the show. Anything else, TV show, movies? I mean, clearly I fucked up and watched the TV show Snowpiercer when you were talking about the movie. Yeah, I, I, I've heard the show's pretty good anyway. I'll, I'll need to take a look at it, at it anyhow. I the only other I mean like on some level even though it's not the same thing I I kept thinking about like aliens because like our relative like our inability to work together aliens would just come and fucking just show us everything. You mean all of the Ridley Scott movies Alien and Aliens? No, no, I mean the, like what what they would come down and like uh, oh like when they're looking for they blankets Armageddon <laughs> or not Armageddon. V Independence Day V yeah every time we fucking uh, wouldn't but I mean of course that's I don't know if that's us doing something to wipe wipe it out that's just us not being able to act collectively in a thoughtful enough manner to Mars attacks the Earth stood still War of the Worlds yeah there's a ton I mean there's just a fucking ton of them where I mean it's not aliens being nice guys it's aliens well know. but I mean those movies are kind of our fault too I mean because you know of course the United States you know postures up and says well they violated our airspace we need to quarantine them and we need to you know take a statement and clear them and do all of this shit which essentially even on the movies, means we're going to fucking chain them up and, and torture them and shit. Yeah. On the ones where they actually got a hold of, you know, one of the alien species. Um, and I, I have a feeling that that's really the way it would work. Like, I haven't seen the United States document explaining how they would react you know, when extraterrestrials come into to our aerospace. Um, or, but there's this really cool episode in Star Trek The Next Generation called First Contact. And, like, this is, of course, something they talk about a lot because there are people that are advanced enough for you to interact with them, and then there are people that are not advanced enough, so you got to kind of keep your distance, right? So 
when they would get to the point where they would uh, achieve warp drive, that was the point where they, the the general consensus of everybody in Starfleet would be to to initiate conversations because it'd be easier to talk to them where you're on an even playing field than doing it up in amongst the stars where shit's just going to get really messy. But uh, how difficult it is to even negotiate that uh, Riker is down on this planet. They're about to do their, then in the next two or three days, they're going to do their, their light speed test. Um, and he's under, he's undercover. He gets injured. Uh, they put him in a hospital and of course his fucking organs all in the wrong spot. And he's, he's supposed to only have three like fingers and he's got five, you know? Um, but what, what happens, you know, like everybody comes in and they're scared of him. So they beat him up almost to the point where he fucking dies. So like, yeah, we don't have a protocol, and I would not trust our protocol even if we did fucking create something even like nominally meaningful. I'm I'm willing to bet that there is one. Like the Air more, Force has like a shoot first type that's of what I was fucking say. order. It's going to be yeah. more like what they did in that first contact episode. Yeah. We we are going to take the aliens and put them in Guantanamo Bay, or maybe take them to Area 51. You know. And yeah, shoot first and ask questions later, later, which means that we are not a good candidate for aliens to want to come hang out with you. No, even though we're giving them fucking free blankets, dude. Free blankets. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are you going to make fun of my blankets? You know, I watched the other day that stupid movie Alien Nation. Do you remember that name? Or that 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 that, that was movie? a cool fucking movie, dude. But like, the, sometimes like the fucking humor in it is so fucking bad. He's like, when when what's his name meets him and he's his partner and he says, "What's your name? My name's Sam, Sam Francisco." You yeah, know? dude. All of their, <laughs> all of their names were fucking hysterical. But um, well, that was more. Obviously, because the aliens had already landed, so that was more of a race race relations type of movie, I think. But it definitely had a totally different set of like problems, especially since like they're allergic to water, salt water. Okay. Oh, is it salt water? Not oh, because okay, yeah. And they like to drink uh, curdled milk. It got them. Drunk. Yeah, that's what got them fucked up. <laughs> and they ate some fucking nasty shit. The dude that fucking played James Conn's partner was Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, I, I was looking at something with him in it the other day. But he's like in all kinds of what is it? It's not L. It's not like SVU or one of those, but it's some criminal movie or criminal, criminal show. Lines. Is it one oh, criminal lines? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. Jeannie was talking to me about it. Not yet. Criminal but it makes lines. me laugh because you can't. You can't recognize him. No, he does not look like. Yeah, that dude does not look like not at all, not even close. But I got to tell you, the fucking hot ass alien stripper, like she really is hot. Like if I would have been James Con, I would have really, even though he hated those people, or those, whatever you want to call them, humanoids. Um, they were just people with like some no hair and some dots on their head. Yeah, weird, weird like leopard skin. Um, okay, so we're coming up on the end of the end of the world. <laughs> what the, the end of the end of the world? Does uh, that mean that the world is beginning again? 
Yes. Does that mean that we have to keep going? The world will begin again on Friday when we talk about freedom of expression. And you feel free to express yourself by calling our number at 720-334-ROLL. Or send us an email at shortbusdebateclub at yahoo.com. And for all of you people that said hi and hello and hello and um, dear Dr. Dear, um, thanks for sending those spam emails. I think it's great. Um, if you are listening and you are truly Mamar Gaddafi's daughter, I would love to get a piece of your $25.7 million that's in Burkina Faso. Um, but you're going to have to give me more information than that, and I'm not going to send you my bank account information. <laughs> so thanks again, and we will see you Friday. Got anything else, Darren? If you're going to San Francisco. <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> Get off the bus. This ride is over.